reconsider why you're doing what you're doing. If you're not all in, if you don't really believe that that's your calling and this is your talent and this is your your gift, go find what is because life's too short. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretziger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. If we're talking about the the end user, mm-hmm. I think us as business owners need to understand that it's it, you know, we're we're thinking about that. So like communication is is different in that. Um, but like also to your point with our teams and and how things are changing so much. And it's just we're just in this giant change uh, that's happening. And I think that because of, uh, you know, things moving so fast, there can be this instability element where we need to be incredibly stable with all these things. So I think for us to be really thinking about all this stuff, how do we leverage the technology? How do we um, do this with our team, with our clients and stuff, but also like being real cognizant of the fact that, hey, a lot of this stuff is new and intimidating to people. So like we might not know a lot and how are we going to communicate that to our team, to our clients and everything else in a way that's like, don't worry about it. Everything's cool. We got it. And you know, keeping those two elements kind of separate almost. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're spot on when you, when you look at how this affects automation, how this affects insights, risk assessment, personalization, uh, reduced operational costs, conversion rates. I think it's the effective integration of channels across internal ops, sales, marketing that are all crucial, yes, but they all also have a human factor to them that we all still drive towards. You know, our, our, our brains that are however thousands of years old, we still go to sleep at night telling ourselves stories. We, we gravitate like moth to a flame to stories. Yeah. So with all of this digital tech and it's confusion and it's chaos and it's fog and friction. Don't forget about the head and heart of human beings and why we're doing what we're doing and why we're coming together. So whether you're in the leadership of a big insurance company trying to realign to your workforce or whether you're just someone out there listening on this podcast that's trying to figure out what they're trying to do in life, or what insurance they're wanting to go with for their for their car or health insurance, um, you know, gravitate to a brand that 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 gets you, and and has in in the dense fog of this digital space has somehow reached out to you uh, in your space, in your place, in your time, in your language. That's key. That's key. Yeah, I love that. And and then on the inverse of that, it's like how can we create those places that have yes. that same attraction? Yes, absolutely. Super cool. Dude, I love, I love uh you military dudes. It's it's so awesome. You're the way, no, seriously, like yeah. some of the best insurance agents I've ever seen, and I've noticed this were ex-military. It's just very 
I mean, when the, the way you guys talk about teams and, and yeah. leadership and um, how systemized things are, it's yeah. just. It's well, like I, we, we modeled the things that we do in our agency after the way that military people do it because it's so systematized, right? Like yeah, that, it's the yeah. only way, then, then you don't have to, it's not personalities, right? It's just like, Hey, yeah. this is the way it works. If you yeah. don't, if it doesn't work for you, that's cool. Just not going to work here. Right? Like uh, yeah, well, this that's is the system. That's that making the implicit explicit. Cause as you know, kind of in the military, things are very structured, right? But what's good about that is it allows a foundation of clarity yeah. and empowerment and mindset for all the other environmentals that are ever ending and ever changing. So right, they can yeah. be hyper-focused on doing their job right. And, and working very much in a collaborative team and, 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 you know, that's a key because, look, you guys know and I know and all the listeners out there in the insurance industry, no matter what type of insurance you're selling, someone else is selling the same thing. And it's probably pretty close to the same price. But why right. are they going to buy it from you? Right. Why are they going to buy it from your brand or your organization or you? And yep. those are the compelling questions that you have to ask yourself um, before you get out there and, 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 and start, you know, being responsible for people's lives because they entrusted you with their insurance, you know, and they're, you know, it's, 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 it, I, I think we make a living by what we get and we make a life by what we give. And that, that's, that's mm. key you know, that we should all be thinking about that every day. I love that. Yeah. It is crazy. Um, yeah. Super, super good food for thought. Um, it, it is. It makes you, it makes you pause. It, may, it, yeah. it makes you pause. Yep. And, and, and I think to that point, like I said, we all came out of this pandemic. You know, clearly you can see I'm a, I, I lack passion and I'm quite introverted. Yep. Um, <laughs> but, but people have had two years to quantify what's important to them. Yes. And that is global. Right. And that is really changing up things right now, you know, with the workforce and with leadership workforce is expecting far more from their companies and yep. frankly companies because the pace by which we're moving in a digital space they expect far more from their workforce so you know there's this constant tug and pull and it's only the ones that are able to find alignment uh in this digital space that you see that are really thriving and in a lot of them as as we know are, are starting to fail you know yeah. and fragmenting brick by brick it's almost like the the pandemic was this reset button, you know? Yeah. It was like this, stop everything right now, and we're going to all freak out for a second, and then let's see who's going to go for it, you know? Yeah. And a lot of yeah. people went for it. I mean, we went for it. Um, a lot of people tucked and hid, and yeah. they're probably they're, – they're way behind now, you know? Yeah. And hopefully they can catch back up. Yeah, but there was, was definitely – a huge opportunity. It, it was like the, the Maslow's hierarchy of need, like – people really became self-actualized like and, and yeah. started really looking within and like art does it, like what, what really matters, right? Yeah. It's like everybody thinks that that's why, you know, we we've had uh, many discussions recently about just working remote versus working in the office. I, I think there's huge benefits to both. I think that, yeah. you know, it, it no fault to anybody, but I mean, these are the questions that we have to ask now and like, just people want different stuff and, and we've been retrained and now it's like, okay, these are, these are the, um, situations and experiences that we've all had. 
and yeah. and now the old workforce is just not the same and and we yeah. need to evolve with it i think that's why we're having a lot of these uh conversations as Brother, well you're, you're spot on you know uh, kind of told you we we get the opportunity whether it be in bastion transform that's aligning you know heads of organizations in their workforce or whether it be bastion agency in its totality that's aligning brands and their target audiences or consumers you said something that I'm seeing it so clearly is you got many brands that have come out of this pandemic and they're trying to point the finger at, we all need to get back in the office or no, we're hundred percent work from home or we're right. some hybrid thereof. And the unfortunate part is that's where they're trying to put the head on the platter and, and put the blame when unfortunately it's a far greater fundamental issue than that. Um, it's a far greater issue from people to process to our intrinsic motivations to, as I discussed, clarity and empowerment and mindset. Um, and as much as they sound simple, oh man, they are complicated when you're talking about a complex organization with complex structures and, and with people, with people. Right? I mean, right. dude, mindset with people like shifting mindset is breaking cognitive dissonance. You know, like it's, it's extremely difficult. And then right. you exacerbate that by taking people in workforces from different ideologies and different backgrounds and different experiences and different technical capabilities and emotional responsibilities. Right. And you emotional merge all that together. Wow, you know that it take it, it it takes a lot. And and uh, and I think to your guys's point, I'm I'm forever grateful of maybe starting my leadership my journey with leadership in the military, because there's an organization that can take people from all different backgrounds and ethnicities. And uh, they don't care whether you're rich or poor, black or white, uh, Catholic or Jew. It's interesting come into that organization and you would all die for each other and you all wear the color blue, you know, it, 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 uh, or, or, or green or whatever branch that you're in. Um, so it, it's, it, it was, it was, uh, I, I forever am grateful for that opportunity then, but it's definitely set me up now to help organizations really recalibrate and realign in this fog and friction of no longer, well, it's war, but it's, it's digital war, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. let's, um, what, what are the, the, probably the biggest, um, problems that you're seeing uh, across organizations as like trends, um, a couple of the biggest problems, and then a couple of the, you know, solutions of how, how they're making the biggest progress? Yeah, great question. So for, for me, you know, when you look at trends in the insurance space specifically, that I think are shaping the need for a digital transformation or an insurance company, whether they're large or small, that haven't quite made that transformation. Three key things are really kicking out. Number one is usage-based usage insurance. That's kind of changing, changing the game. Uh, On-demand insurance and integration of IoT, or, or for those out there who don't know IoT, Internet of Things. And, you know, McKenzie put a stat out there in 2008, there were more network devices than there were people. By 2010, consumers owned about 12.5 billion uh, of network devices, and there was only about 6.8 billion people out there. And in 2025, you know, we'll, we arguably, you know, we're at eight, about 8.1, 8.2. 
2 million people, whatever it is, we're at about 50 billion in network devices. So the network devices are going categorically off the charts. And, you know, that is the transfer that what that boils down to is it's the transfer of unquantifiable volumes of data um, that is provided to third parties for real-time analysis, for triggers for insurance, for providers to alter offerings or services. And that is unprecedented. You know, that, that, that is an that that is a space we've never lived in or been in, and I don't think everyone was really quite prepared for. So you know, as far as helping companies make informed decisions as it relates, relates to trying to do transformations, I, I think what a lot of companies will care about, whether whether the listeners want to hear this or not, but you know, insurance companies is risk assessment. You know, what's the P and L and what's the EBITDA? of a big insurance company who's, who's underwriting all this from a risk assessment standpoint. And the other one is conversion, net new revenues, pricing comps, coverage options, and, and lastly, communication. And communication, what I mean by that is the omni-channel communication with B2C, B2Consumers or B2P, B2People, as far as communicating to them in their space, in their place, in their time, at the right moment when they need insurance. Um, that, man, what, what scientists do you go get to, to help you figure that out? You know, it, it's uh, uh, all of us are trying to figure that out together. Um, it, that's uncharted space, and but that's the space in which we're in and where we're going. And um, people can either, like I said, either choose to do something about it or play the ostrich and uh, watch the amount of turnover that they're going to have in their workforce because people, you know, employees of insurance companies are far too wise now of what they expect and what they want. They're very clear and speak with conviction sitting at home for two years with a homework assignment on, on what's important to you. Yeah. I think that, um, I think it's interesting. I've been like, one of the things that's been rattling upstairs over the last year is uh, this whole, like, like the way, things are going so fast with technology and AI and, and everything. Um, it's, it's giving the littler people, the littler business, owner, the smaller business owner that maybe even the solopreneur enough tools where they can operate like a large company, but they're going to be a lot more closer to their clients, their, um, products and everything else. So their decision-making is going to be able to be quick, adaptable. And I just see so much leverage for the small, small, small business owner. But on the opposite side of that, I see because of that, you have these larger corporations with multi-layered management and stuff. I don't know how they're going to keep up in 10 years, even two years. To is be it honest. interesting? Like the solopreneur is going to be, a, could take down Goliath. A hundred percent. I think so. Well, I, I mean, I gave you some of those examples. You you saw it. You saw it in Uber. Yeah. You saw it in Netflix. And now they're becoming the the, the insurgent turn incumbent. But I, I think you're spot on, brother, that what is happening is it's it's fixing the competitive uh, arena mm. for incumbents to actually have a chance, including poor customer engagement, limited growth in mature markets, trends of digitization, automation, you know, a lot of the in, in incumbents or insurgents 
they didn't have the capability. They couldn't compete the larger ones. And, and now there's that opportunity and vice versa. You know, it's the David and Goliath. The bigger you are, the harder you fall if you don't start updating these systems. But I, I, I continue to say if anyone out there listening gets one thing out of what's come out of my heart, mind, and soul today, it's that as much as things change, as much as they stay the same, yes, we can we can go from manual and analog to automated, but unless you are still capturing the hearts of your mm. workforce or your consumer with some type of connectivity and relevance that hits an emotional impact, you can you can navigate the digital highways and, and retarget, remarket somebody on their cell phone all day long to get your their insurance business. But if you don't have a compelling story as to why you're lost in the fog and friction of the chaos of all this, you know, there's another 50 coming right after it. You know, it, you've got about three seconds of their intention span to make them raise their eyebrow and press pause on the smartphone and read a little more about you or your service or what you underwrite or what, why your value is so much better. So there's got to be that human instinct that we can't forget about as we rocket launch into this digital space. I call it networks and narratives. You can't have one without the other, the digital drug and the compelling story that makes us cry or laugh or hug or embrace or have a cup of coffee together. Yep. I love it. So if, I mean, just a wealth of information, Dax. It's, it's incredible. Uh, a lot to, I think I'm going to have to listen to this like five times, <laughs> as should all the listeners. And uh, yeah, just awesome. What's, what's one thing that you would, that you would drop as the, as the mic drop for an insurance agent that's, that's wondering, you know, what's one thing I should do right now with all this crazy stuff that's going on? The one thing to take action on. They're not going to want to hear this. <laughs> even better reconsider why you're doing what you're doing if you're not all in if you don't really believe that that's your calling and this is your talent and this is your your gift go find what is because life's too short yeah i you know, love that yeah. you know like i said we make a living by what we get we make a life by what we give. You guys did it. You, you, you know, you guys went out and started your podcast. Like, don't succumb to fear just to pay the bills. If you some I I one one of my mentors is one of the most he is one of the most passionate guys that sells health insurance or, or life insurance I've ever met in my life. It's all I can talk about, it's all I can breathe. It's he believes he is helping legions of people and that's great and that's good but i would just say to the listeners if you're out there and like you're just doing it to to go through the paces don't because you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing your clients a disservice if you believe in it if you believe in the gifts and what you're doing and how you're helping people you'll thrive you'll Mm. thrive. just get a little smarter on what's going on with all the tech advancements and keep that same authenticity and passion and you'll go far in the insurance space. Yeah. Awesome. Dax, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach me at daxc at bastionagency.com. You can go to Bastion Agency, Google it. You'll find our website. You can contact me there. Very happy to have anybody reach out to me. Or you can just Google me on LinkedIn. Uh, there's my number. There's my email. I'm happy to, to, to speak to anybody. 
And awesome. that's B A S T I O N yep. agency. Yep. Bastion agency. Cool. Cool. Love it, man. Thank you so much. Thank hey, you, Derek. Guys, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. You are great brothers. And I just wish all those listeners out there, happy holidays. Grace um, one another and just enjoy some of this time ahead that we all, we all desperately need. Love it. 100%. Love it, man. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Thanks guys. Take care. Have a good one. You too.